You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Welcome back to another episode of the Womanpreneur Podcast. My name is Melissa Motes, and I am here with my awesome friend and podcast partner, Amanda McEwen. You're so chipper. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm extra chipper today because you brought me Starbucks. Oh, yes. It, it's an easy way to bribe Melissa Motes, for those of you know, who know. For anything. She gets to look at her mermaid on a cup, and she gets some extra caffeination. Oh, my gosh. Does good things. I feel so good. I love mermaids, just I, for the record. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I think our, our listeners know this by now, too. I would like to be a mermaid. Did you say, didn't you say in a previous episode that she's your spirit animal? She is. Yeah. And just specifically the Starbucks mermaid yeah. or any mermaid? Well... The Starbucks mermaid. I I, I love her. <laughs> I I don't imagine you were a Flight of the Concords fan. No. They they sing a song about mermaids that is now in my head. I'm gonna learn it. Yes. Did you realize that your sweater is almost the exact color of the purple in our logo? I did not. That was not intentional, but great job. Thank you. You're I like welcome. to match my sign. Well, you did a great job. Um, I don't know where this episode is going to go, but I had an idea of something that I wanted to talk about, and it is why you and your ideas matter. And the premise behind this idea is I have heard over the years so many people stop themselves before they even get started because they say, well, somebody has already done that. Or... I'm about to choke. Sorry. Somebody's already done that. Right. Yeah. Somebody, somebody you, you just better give up on that idea. It's oh no my good. Gosh. It's Somebody terrible. else chokes better than you. Someone else chokes. And, <laughs> and we're, we're joking about it, but that's, that's the thing. It's some people, somebody will make one comment and say, that's a dumb idea or that's stupid. Why would you do that? Or, or what are you thinking it. about? Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't think you should do that. And then it just shuts you down. Yeah. And you know, like it's that sometimes humans are so insecure. Yeah. That one person saying, No, I don't like that, they interpret as I don't like you or you're worthless or something which with such a deeper meaning. And that's something that we all need to train ourselves out of. Because as, how do we how do we know or not know whether it might have taken that person five years to muster up the courage to just say it out loud, you know, to give themselves permission. One example that comes to my mind um, that I see almost every day is being at our studio, people who are attending a voiceover class for the very first time, they'll say, I have been thinking about pursuing voice acting for five years or all my life. And I finally had the courage to come and just see if I could do this. And if one person maybe would have intercepted them between the idea, well, the, you know, the, the making the decision to maybe try it and said, really, do you know how many people are already doing that? Or your voice isn't that good or whatever, it might have completely shut them down. And what if, you know, this ends up becoming their greatest passion in, in their whole life, you know? I don't know. This is just one example. Yeah, but do you, do you know how many people who I've, I've heard say, oh, everybody has a podcast now, so they, there's no way to, to get 
through to anybody because there's just too many out there. Yeah. And that's why most of them only last for, what, three months, they said, yeah. that most podcasts don't make it for more than three months. Yep. But we just celebrated our year, and we're still here. But Yay! And, and I don't think, I mean, I wasn't met with anybody that said that's a bad idea. The only hesitation I heard from anybody was just that, that there, there's a giant market. It's already over, overly saturated, but it's not overly saturated with quality content and with, with people who are doing it for the reasons we are, which is really well, to help. And there is no one else in the entire world that could shape their podcast and share exactly the way we share. Nope. And that is the whole point of the conversation I wanted to start and just kind of brainstorm is just to remind you that no matter what it is you do, it's everything that you do for that matter. I mean, it could be something as simple as the way you make toast. Nobody in the world does it quite the way you do it. So honestly, I know it's a silly example. No, it's not. It just but in, in my head, it jumped to how people cut avocados. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways to do it. Seriously. I know you don't like avocados. I don't like avocados at all. <laughs> and I know that makes me an outcast, but I am confident in myself. So I'm going to say <laughs> I hate avocados. And, and you're allowed Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for not giving up on but, me. But you know what? Just because you hate it doesn't mean I'm not going to continue to love them. You're going to have more avocados. I could eat avocados every day. But I love them. Think about, you know, the the thing that you've always wanted to do. And I was talking to Abby today about it before we came in because she's like, what are you guys doing on the podcast today? She was all excited about it. And I said, we are going to talk about the power of you. And basically I said, you know, think about someone who wants to be a photographer, you know, and every, everyone's a photographer today, just like I hear, oh, everybody's a voice actor today, or everyone mm -hmm. thinks they're a writer today. Do you know what? There's a lot of opportunities. There's a lot more content out there today and a lot than more ever opportunities before. for people who need photographers and voice actors and yes. all those other people. And videographers mm -hmm. and graphic designers and web website people <laughs> website people <laughs> I don't know what yeah. do we call them designers yeah, yeah they're designers, designers. Yeah. yeah sorry I got I real like, awkward on that I like website people <laughs> I prefer people yeah <laughs> they're, they're a whole kind but you know it's it, no one can tell a visual story uh like you can no one can write exactly the way you can because so much of what how we share and what we do is just based on our perspective and our filters, and we are the sum total of all of the experiences that we've had in our lifetime. And so I just, I just wanted to really have the conversation mm -hmm. that don't, don't give up before you even start because someone else says that there are so many people out there already doing it. Yeah. It, talking about your example just right there, because it made me think, we, we talked in our Knowing Your Limits episode about the, the time that we painted trees together. And four of us went, there, there were more people there, but, but just between the four of us who went together. Now there's one image, there, there's an instructor that's taking you through the steps of how to do it. And all four of them were completely different. None of our and trees look the same. So if you're a, a visual creator of some sort, you, if, 
you're up against somebody else for a job, perhaps like they want to see your ideas versus somebody else. This is how most of the creative world works is you ask for a voiceover audition for four people who have very similar tones, but the delivery might be completely different. And the way that one person enunciated one word made all the difference in how then the client might say, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. They might look at the, your visual design and say, okay, well, we got four completely different concepts back based on our description. This is the one that speaks to us the most. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that the others were bad. They're all just different. And sometimes you're exactly what that person is looking for in that moment. Absolutely. Sometimes you're not. Both are okay. Yeah, but it's just it's it's so important to um, not compare yourself to others. And we've <clears throat> excuse me, we've put a lot of emphasis in past episodes on you know the comparison trap and how unfair it is to compare yourself to others. Um, so just don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> just don't do it. Um, and there, there's a, a thing that happens a lot. A lot of these feelings of self doubt they stem from your childhood. And so for anybody who's listening or watching, anything that you heard or you were told as a child about your worth or your talents or lack thereof, don't believe that. Because like, any time that somebody has said something to you, maybe that person was in a bad mood and just said something in the moment that they probably didn't even mean, but you latched onto. And then for the rest of your life, you felt, I'm not good at that, or I'm not worthy of that. Let that all go. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of times this happens in childhood and it stays with us because we hear it in a time when we're still developing and we don't know how to discern between what's real and what's emotionally projected from somebody else. And we're hearing it, especially it's from other kids, from people who haven't developed their skills yet and knowing when to say things and when not to. Mm -hmm. And you get this feeling and then you just hang on to it for your entire life. And this happens way too often where somebody just thinks, oh, well, you know, like a lot of people will grow up saying, you know, I wasn't allowed to show weakness. I wasn't allowed to cry or show emotion. And so their whole lives, they thought it's wrong to be emotional. So everything that I'm feeling is wrong mm-hmm. when it's not. And and sometimes the most strength comes from being emotional or yeah. letting your fe- your feelings out and talking to people. Yeah. You could be avoiding one of your superpowers. You know, I, one example that popped in my head, just kind of coming back into my world of voice is I had a gal who was in here and and she did a, a read for us and for the group. And she had the cutest, I mean, absolutely like just the most cartoony, adorable voice. And, uh, when she did her performance, everyone in the room like gasped and everyone was just like, you're amazing and your sound is amazing. And she started to cry and she said that when she was growing up, everybody used to tell her that she had an ugly voice Mm -hmm. and a squeaky voice. And she said that that was something that stuck with her her whole life. And she said she just decided to just come here anyway and to try, but she was terrified. And she's, I mean, it was like when the group when a group of people supported her and everyone told her how awesome she sounded, I mean, it was just, you could see how much that just like opened up her heart and it just made her feel like so, I, I don't know, it deflated, right. the, it deflated the 
the, the, the thing that had been kind of haunting her her whole life or making her feel bad. Right. So it was really awesome to be a part of actually. Yeah. That, and that's the difference about with who you surround yourself with, because if, if you're around a bunch of people who shut you down all the time, that's what you're going to believe. But when you get into a situation then where people are supportive, it just opens up that, that whole world and you realize, oh, hey, okay, I, I, I am good at this. Yeah. And, and there's been this self-doubt your whole life or for however long because you, you just got feedback from the wrong people. Yep. So surround yourself. We've talked about this before too, but people who, you know, um, they, they want to share, you want to share the vibe of your tribe. And if you are with people who are not vibing with you and who are putting you down, um, it's time to just seek out the people who are more in sync with your, you know, your, your vibration and your goals and your higher thinking. Um, <laughs> well, one of the things you had mentioned to me about this topic was the ripple effect mm. and how one action, well, you think it doesn't matter, but it can make a big difference. And that's what I was thinking about when you were talking about that girl or that woman was she came into it with all of this fear and the self-doubt and the hesitation and one group of people applauded her and supported her. And that just changed the whole trajectory of her life because this feeling she'd been carrying around that I'm not good enough. And I had this stupid voice and it's ugly and it's squeaky. And now, you know what, there's this whole world of voiceover that needs squeaky voices. Mm -hmm. And that just opened up that whole world based on one action that she took and the support of the people. And sometimes it's not even a group. Sometimes it's one person that, and this is why, and one of many reasons, and we talk about kindness a lot, why I think it's so important because it, I've, I've been told this by people that nobody's nice to me because I'm weird and, and I'm nice to that person. And then it, it, it changes things, especially you don't know what's going on behind the scenes, what people are dealing with mentally, and sometimes when everybody just feels picked on all the time and one person is nice, it just changes the whole, like, and you just don't know. You don't know what was going to happen to that person that day. And maybe you said something nice. This is why I compliment strangers all the time. And mm -hmm. some people think it's really weird. Like if it's a waitress at a restaurant, I'll be like, you know what? You have really great skin. And maybe that's a weird thing to hear from a stranger. But sometimes you're like, you know, maybe it's somebody that was feeling insecure about it that day. Mm-hmm. Just be nice, say nice. Like your your words and actions do make an impact on people. They're huge, and I I know I love I love to interact with other people and um, share a genuine observation and a genuine compliment. And one other thing too that I try to really practice is whatever I'm thinking, especially if it's like a compliment or an observation I'm making, I always try to say it out loud mm -hmm. because yeah. if I'm standing there thinking, oh my gosh, that person's just looks so gorgeous today or um, they have such a great smile or whatever. I like to say to them, you have such an amazing smile. Has anyone ever told you that? Or I'm sorry, I'm very distracted by the fact that your teeth are so white and your smile <laughs> is so vibrant. And they'll be like, thank you, you know, yeah. but it's, it's, it's important. Yeah. Cause we, we all have our, our 
um, maybe not weird, but our insecurities about different things yeah. that aren't always the most logical, that it's just, sometimes we just feel bad one day or we don't like our clothes. <laughs> We've talked about that. <laughs> or, you know, but the, I've seen it happen too many times where somebody gets really excited about something. Mm-hmm. It's an idea. Maybe, maybe it is a piece of clothing. Maybe you went out and bought this bright pink something that you would wear and you got very excited to wear it. And then if, if you came out and like, look how cute this is. And Troy was like, Ugh, like you look terrible in that. Mm-hmm. Like that, that one, that would just have deflated your whole mood. Now, maybe if it was Troy, you would have just been like, you don't know what you're talking about. And you would have gone on being your smiley <laughs> self. But with some people like they, that, they'd get so embarrassed by that. They would turn around, they would change. They would never wear that thing that they were so Ever excited again. about. Yeah. Yeah. And with the ideas, and that's when people get shut down a lot. And it's, to me, if somebody shuts down your idea and calls it stupid, where is that coming from? Because think about all the innovations in the world. At one time, it was some crazy idea that somebody came up with that how many people, how many people told Steve Jobs he was crazy thinking that people would listen to their music for, in a digital file on this little thing that is smaller than a Walkman that they would care. For those of you who don't remember, Walkmans were what we listened to cassette tapes in with headphones back in the day. But Steve Jobs was probably told he was crazy by a number of people. And it's, you, I, I've used the Tower Records example in the past, but the, the owner or president of Tower Records, he did not think that MP3s had a future. So they did not adapt and they went out of business. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you rather be the person that had the crazy wild idea that went for it and was super successful than the person that thought, eh, that's not a great idea. That's never going to happen and lost your business because of it? Yeah. Or what about like the Wright brothers thinking they could fly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those crazy brothers. Right. Yeah. They're, they're going to just go up in the sky yeah. and, and travel that yeah. way. I'm sure there were a lot of people hating on them yeah. <laughs> talking about how crazy they were. <laughs> and now look at how, how many flights happen a mm-hmm. day, you know, per day and how many millions of people fly per year. And it just started out with these two crazy brothers yeah. thinking and, and they could fly. <laughs> every innovation, every new thing that's ever happened started from an idea. Yeah. And it started from uh, a person who was brave enough and bold enough to just go for it. And I have, I have a quote that I want to, I want to read you. While you look for that, because I, oh, look, you've already got, go ahead. I I was going to say, there is only one, okay. There is only one you for all time. Fearlessly be yourself. Anthony Rapp. So, I mean, if you really think about that, think about how powerful that is. There is only one you for all time. I was just like, hold on. This is a profound moment. I need to just stop all things and think about that. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Is it just me or is that a big idea? I well, don't know. In, in, until the cloning that we talked about last week comes around. Yes, there is only one you and there's only one, everything that makes up who you are, everything that's unique about yourself, everything that's weird or quirky or different, it, it's what sets you apart from everybody else. I hear and I feel a song coming. What's, what's your song this time? 
Don't go changing <laughs> to try to please me. It's You'd sing Billy Joel, Billy Joel anytime you want. <laughs> right? Don't go changing. Don't yeah. go changing. Well, unless it's for the better. Yeah. You, you should always improve well, when you can. But, yeah. Can I tell you what song I thought that was? Yes. I thought it was going to be Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. <laughs> Don't go <laughs> That's a very different yeah. message. We'll save that for another time. It doesn't work with our metaphor. Yeah, well, and sometimes it's those differences, those things that are unique about us that is what makes us so good at what we do. Yeah. And that, that, that statement right there too is another thing because I think so many people are afraid to say that they're good at something. We don't yeah. want to come across as arrogant. And unfortunately, this happens with women a lot more than it happens with men where we don't just come – well. Some don't come out and say, you know what? I'm really good at this. I, I say that. I know when I'm really good at something. And I, I don't boast about it. But you also don't apologize for it either. Never. Because I've worked really hard to get good at what I yeah. do. And there was a time, there have been a lot, and there's still, there are a lot of people. I even had somebody ask me, they're like, well, how could you be a producer if you're an introvert? It's like very easily. I mean, it's, it's really why I'm good at my job. And I know great producers who are extroverts as well. One doesn't counteract the Lots other. Lots of assumptions are made about yeah. a lot of things. Well, yeah. And that assumption is that when you're an introvert, well, you're shy, you can't be commanding, you can't lead. And that is not true at all yep. because I can interact with a lot of different kinds of people. My observational skills help me solve problems and communicate in different ways than somebody else might do. Mm -hmm. And it's, it is one, I, I say this all the time that my introversion is one of my super skills yeah. that a lot of it, it's changed a lot. There's a lot more information out there about what that really means. But at the time, and, and I've been told that I'm, I'm quirky and weird my whole life. And I, I, I love that because what it is, is sometimes like, it, it's just a difference about, yeah, I'm, I'm going to trip over my own feet and make you laugh. Sometimes like I'm just going to have some oddball idea and maybe it's just adds humor to a situation or maybe it just helps me figure out something that wouldn't have been thought of otherwise. But my weird old brain put two things together and said, aha, yeah. this is how we're going to do it. No, and I, I was just thinking um, a lot of people have been like over my whole lifetime, yeah, Melissa Motes, man, she's like so happy. She's like the happiest person I know or um, nobody can possibly be that happy and it's <laughs> it's got to be, you know, a fake thing or whatever. And mm -hmm. I've said I'm not going to change who I am or how I am to make somebody else feel more comfortable. Um, that's on them. I'm just going to yeah. I'm going to just do me. Well, and you share your gifts with the world. To me that happiness that because that's it's infectious. And people Thank around you, because how, how can you be mad when you're around something? Well, unless there, there, I guess, are some people. There are some people who don't like other people to succeed, but that that's on them. That's their own internal mess that they're dealing with, right. and that's not about you. The well, way that other people act, and if they shut you down or they lash out for some reason, most of the time it's not about you. Yeah, it's it has a lot. It has everything to do with them. Really, and because it's their their perception, yeah. so it's so yeah. you can't let that diminish you and diminish your ideas and think that your contributions don't matter because they do. They yeah. always do. One thing I wanted to talk about too in this whole 
value of you and, and no one can do anything quite the way you do it is I think oftentimes we undervalue, um, the things that we're really good mm -hmm. at, you know, yeah. or our skills. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit. Did, did anything spark for you? No. With that comment? Okay. Well, I'm going to keep talking then. <laughs> no, but like, um, you but might, the, go ahead. I, I, was, I was just trying to say like, see, I could shut you down right yeah. there. doesn't mean that you're not going to continue to, yeah, to share like, your right, ideas. Well, you don't have anything. I'm going to just keep going. Right. <laughs> yeah. So the, there, there, there's a don't method. Don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> I don't know. See, if I don't talk, See? she starts singing. So <laughs> you guys can vote. Let us know which you want. I have a question on that, Melissa. Yeah. And Amanda, uh, my question is this. So how do you help people? Because, uh, uh, you, you know, you're teaching all of that stuff. How do you help someone to find that confidence, to find that uh, uh, mindset shift, right? Because a lot of times it starts on that level and it's almost like all the knowledge in the world won't help unless, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I think for me, the very first thing I would do, and I do, I do, do. <laughs> I just said do, do. <laughs> I will stop either way. <laughs> is I let somebody know how great they are because um, I, I feel really fortunate that I grew up with a lot of people around me in my life and in my family who were very uplifting and encouraging. And I thought everybody had that growing up. Like I thought everybody, well, I didn't know any better. I thought everyone was encouraged. And I've learned over the you know decades that that's a huge gift I received as a kid. And um, so one of the first things that I do when I work with someone is I call out their gift and I call it out strongly and I tell them how amazing they are. And a lot of times they will disregard my uh, comment or my compliment and they're like, no, oh, you're just being nice, you know, not that great. And then I insist and I, if I'm sincere, I'm genuine about it. And I really... Um, point out to them what a what a super skill they have or what a power you know what a powerful gift they have. I think one of my gifts is helping other people see their own gifts. And um I don't have like a formula to it other than I'm gonna I'm gonna push my <laughs> my beliefs on them as far as how great they are. And if they don't they want to argue with me about it, I'm taking them down. I'm taking them down. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to pour all my love and sunshine all over them until they see what a gift they have. Uh I think a lot of people really struggle with their confidence and they really struggle with um the the little negative voices in their heads or the the deep down thing that they maybe had since they were a little mm -hmm. kid and I just feel like this great responsibility for people to really see their gifts. So I don't know if I'm answering your question but yeah. that's the, how I roll. The, the only way to find that to really change it is you have to change your inner dialogue. It, actually, really quick though, hey, apparently there are people who do not have an inner dialogue. This has been going around the internet for the last few weeks that there are people who do not have the voices in their heads. And I, I'm baffled by this because 
there's conversations happening in my head all the time. I don't know how somebody could not uh, have a voice yeah, in their head. Yeah, it's just your read, inner voice. Read some of the articles about it. There are people who do not have it. And I, I can't comprehend how that works because that inner voice is how I work through problems. It's how I find ideas. It's There's always something that's going. It's the songs after you start singing. It's a super so, skill. Yeah, but there are people who don't have that. So let me rephrase it's changing the conversation you tell about yourself. Yeah, your because narrative, for sure. if you don't believe it, nobody else is going to either. So it's one thing when you're telling people you're great, but if they don't believe it, it's not going to really incite change. They have to believe it. I show and, them though. That's the other yeah. thing. Sorry. That's okay. Um, sometimes like for, for me, be, and one of my, my super skills being my logic is taking the emotion out of your situation. And, you know, because a lot of times people have these feelings, these ideas that were put upon them by somebody else, and they just have always believed that way. And they don't really think, well, is that logical? Or, I mean, you think back even to tradition, say daylight savings, that was based on the way the world used to be a long time ago. How much of the population now are farmers who need that extra daylight. Most people that I know don't like daylight savings because it just messes up their, their internal clocks. Mm -hmm. But it's something that people continue to do because it's always been done that way. It doesn't mean it's logical now. And the same thing applies to that story you're telling yourself about who you are and, and what your worth is. If you've been telling yourself, or maybe you think, oh, I'm not good at that because this, this kid in elementary school told me, they told me that I couldn't draw and so you never drew again, mm -hmm. but maybe, maybe you're really talented and that one kid just didn't get it. Yeah. But you have to, to re, like, it's almost like you have to take a step outside of yourself and look, what would you tell you if you weren't you? Yeah. Does that make any sense? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting because, you know, we've said this before too on past podcasts, but it's like the kind of conversations we have inside of ourselves and how hard we can be on ourselves would we talk to someone else we love that way you know so stop and and analyze your internal dialogue and say hey think of somebody you really really love and care about would you talk to them that way absolutely not so why are you speaking to yourself that way mm -hmm. um it's just a good reminder i think mm -hmm. and <clears throat> but going back to brent's question too is for me it's i always feel like really responsible to show someone, you know, their, their gifts and their skills, you know, um, any way that I can, I like to try to be a mirror, you know, and just kind of show them what I'm seeing and try to help them see themselves through different eyes, um, the best I can. And there's so many different ways that I do it based on the person that I'm, that I'm working with, but it's just, that's, that's my biggest observation after mentoring people for like 10 years, um, is just how many people struggle with self-esteem and mm -hmm. self-worth and how many people struggle with, um, thinking back to somebody told them something when they were little or a family member told them that they would never amount to anything or would never do that thing, whatever mm -hmm. it is. Um, we're all hard on ourselves <laughs> we're all we're all hard enough on ourselves and then we don't need other people we don't need, in. A, we don't need help you know <laughs> um, and, and i think another way of, of how do you help people find their confidence it's the showing 
them, but it's it's also helping correct the negative self-talk. Yeah. When some because there there are people that will constantly put themselves down, apologize for who they are, for what they're doing, for breathing the air. We've talked mm -hmm. about that. And it's it's catching that because a lot of times it's so subconscious that no people don't realize they're doing it. Yeah. And so in a in a friendly manner, you can help by pointing out when they're doing it. If they say something negative about themselves, you kind of catch it and turn it around. Like if Absolutely. you're apologizing for something, why are you sorry? Yeah. Oh, I guess I'm I'm not. And it's just it's but it's so much self-work that has to be done actively and internally. Mm -hmm. And it's really, really hard. But when they say that people can't change, I don't buy it because I've seen it. Yeah. I know people very close to me that I'm I'm seeing so much progress in the last few years because they're just taking the time to really focus on who they are, what they want, and the things that they've believed about themselves their whole lives. Is it true? Or is that just coming from somebody else that just didn't know better. So like tell yourself a different story. Yeah. It's like if the story you have been telling yourself over and over and over again is deflating your dream or deflating, you know, something that you've really wanted for yourself, change the narrative. Mm -hmm. You know, going back to what you said, tell yourself a different story because really that's what it comes down to is the story you're telling yourself. And whatever you've accomplished in your life so far, you told yourself a story that you could do it. And so you did. So the, this other thing, this other part of you, um, how can you, how can you write a different story? You know, mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah. I like what we're talking about today. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's important. It's, it's very difficult. It's easy for us to talk about it, but when you're the, the one trying to change, I, I, I know it's hard. And yeah. it's not simple to just like, oh, just tell yourself a different story. But it is daily active work yeah. until it becomes habit. And that's really all it is, is you're just retraining your brain to think in a better, more positive manner. Right. And one thing that helped me um, with some self-awareness recently that I've really enjoyed and, you know, I know we joke a lot about my bujo, my bullet journal and journaling, but it's something I do enjoy doing. But I actually um, found some really cool uh, workbook style bujos where they ask you a lot of questions, you know, about yourself and your values and your belief system. And it breaks it down into a lot of different categories from your beliefs about yourself and your personal life, your beliefs about yourself and your friendships, um, your, your work, uh, habits. Um, you know, it, like it, it's just very self-reflective and I really like the way it kind of peels back the layers because it really makes you stop and think and answer these very specific questions. And I was like, whoa, I've got a roadblock in this area. <laughs> like this is an area that I need to really think about a little bit more. Um, so I think personal growth is a journey and I think it's an important part of all of our lives. I think there's always room to grow and better ourselves in certain, certain aspects. But, um, that's just something that I found to be really helpful for me is seeking out like a workbook or, um, self-awareness questions in different parts of your life to see, see where you can yeah. tighten some things up or you can grow. Yeah. And I, I'm not a personal journaler. Right. 
I don't know if that's a word, but I'm, I'm going with it anyway. I'm going with it Journaler. Too. But I, I do think it's important. Again, I do most of my work with my inner dialogue, like I mentioned, but I, whatever you find to do it, I think that's important because sometimes writing things down really helps get out what's in your mind because part of this change is shutting out the external noise. It's, it's really all about, it's, it's when you have to be selfish and think about yourself. What do you want? What are you good at? What do you want to pursue? What do you want to accomplish? What do you know you are capable of and believe that? And don't worry so much about what you, what other people think, because that, that's a big one. And because you are going to hear what other people think, it's again, surrounding yourself with people who don't diminish who you are. And if you find that people are constantly putting you down, I don't care if they're your family members. I don't care if it's your best friend. It shouldn't be your best friend if they're putting you down all the time, but get, get, get away from them because you, you don't need those people in your life, no matter how they're connected to you, if they're going to put you down and make you feel badly about yourself. What you think is the most important thing on your entire journey and your whole life. It's kind of like, you know, your, your life is a work of art. So make it a masterpiece. You know, you want to be able to, I always kind of think this is kind of a weird, morbid way to say it, but it's like, think about maybe you're in your last, your last few breaths of, of your life as you know it on this planet. And you're thinking back to how you lived your life. Did you live your life for you? based on what drove you and made you feel the most you, or were you living your life for everybody else? And based on what everybody else thought and felt and thought, you know, and, and, you know, um, cast onto your life or whatever. Um, so I don't know for me, uh, I, I'm really, I want to always blaze a trail based on what I feel in my heart and Mm -hmm. I want to live my best life based on what that looks like for me. So I challenge you, listeners, to look at your life and say, am I living my best life based on me being my best me and making the choices that are really good for me, or am I doing it for other people or based on how other people think? It's kind of a big thing to look at. Well, like you said, there's only one you. And, and this, it goes beyond that for me. And I've always said, I am the only person who I'm going to spend 100% of my life with. Mm-hmm. So I have to live for me. I have to do what's right for me. And some people might perceive that as selfish, but who else is, nobody else is going to look out for me in the same way that I'm going to look out for me. Right. Because nobody else can, because nobody else knows what it's like in here. Only I do. Right. It doesn't matter how many words you use to try to explain to people who you are or how you feel. They, I don't know that any of us are truly capable because everything has to run through our own filter. So you can try, Yeah. but we're the only ones who know what's right for us. And yeah. if you're trying to make everybody else happy at your own expense... What's the point? You're, you're, you're wasting who you are. Yeah. And I don't like that. I don't like it I don't it want either. you to do it. <laughs> I don't want you to do it either. But it's just, again, you are the only you in, in all, in, of all time. I just, I really love that quote yeah. and I love the message behind it. So I just, I, and you can, you can look at this through so many different lenses. I mean, you can look at this in your personal life and your personal relationships. You can look at this in your 
your work. Um, just, just really, I think it's important to take the time to look at it and to just be you unapologetically, <laughs> boldly, passionately, and fiercely be you, do you. Be you, do you. That's all I got. <laughs> I feel like I need to drop a mic right now. Yeah. Well, I, I just think that, I mean, the, the, the gist of all of it and the thing that every person needs to remember is that you do matter. It doesn't matter who you are. Every single person has value. Mm -hmm. And that's really all, all there is to it <laughs> is that you matter. Your ideas matter. You matter. You have value. It's in a sense, it's your responsibility to share that value with other people. Don't hide it. Yeah. Don't keep it away from all of us. We need it. <laughs> we want it. Shine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a song coming. Whoa. I don't Which know. shine? Because there's. I know. I don't know. I'm conflicted. Do you know the Collective Soul Shine song? You can sing that. No, one. I cannot. Because you know why? Because my brother told me when I was like seven years old, he said, nobody wants to hear you sing. And I never did again. That is terrible. And he, again, this is exactly what this is, is that was something I've seen along to the radio when I was a kid, but that memory has stuck with me. He didn't like, mean anything by that. Yeah. But it, it struck me. Like I used to sing in the choir in my elementary school. That wasn't in our fun facts list, but that was another thing that I used to do. I like that. But I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't sing Would at all. Would you be surprised to know the people in my home encouraged my singing? No, I would not be surprised by that. Um, I also, at the same time, would not be uh, surprised to hear that they ask you to stop singing from time to time. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right about that. Looking back, I, I just think both. <laughs> it is such a gift. But you know, there's those people that are just singing all the time. And maybe if you're like, you know, if, if Troy's trying to concentrate on something and you're singing ABBA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, he sometimes is like, hey, babe, can you keep it down? Stop I'm trying singing. to focus over here. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. But um, yeah. So I, you know what, guys, I, I didn't know where this episode was going to go. I really didn't know. But you and I were brainstorming on different things we could talk about, and I'm not an expert on you. I'm an expert on me. But I'm an expert on me. Yeah. That's where I was yeah. going. I and know. And you look at that. <laughs> um, so we're, we're kind of on the same wavelength somehow. I know. I like how but we are. completely opposite. Yeah. Opposites. <laughs> we come together because opposites attract, and you know it ain't fiction, just a natural fact. This is Paula Abdul. We come together because opposites attract. <laughs> all right. That's all I got for today. But I hope that you guys were into it. And uh, <laughs> and if not, eh, eh, I was. Right. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> I'm feeling really good about it. And nobody could have talked about it quite like us. Definitely not. <laughs> we hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Until next time, you've got this.